Hi, I'm Jennifer Wilde, and you're listening to Sober Exposure. If it's about recovery, we're going to cover it. It's like one big therapy session, but it's free. So thanks for joining our dysfunctional family as we uncover recovery with Sober Exposure. Let's go. All right. Welcome to Sober Exposure. I am Jennifer Wilde, and I'm so psyched for this because I'm going to learn so much. I'm always the know-it-all, and I'm always talking my, you know, my shit, but this is something that I have a lot to learn about, and so I invited Dominic DeVita, and she is, first of all, the song that comes to my head is, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about sex, baby. Uh, Dominic DeVita is a She's a wellness coach, self-help coach, and a Tantra expert. And I first heard this word in the 90s because there was actually a rock band. Everything in my life contributes to rock and roll in some way, shape, or form. And there was a rock and roll band called Tantra. And I'm like, what's... I interviewed them and I asked them what it is. And they're like, oh, it's, it's like a yoga sex. Um, so in recovery for alcoholics it's really hard to get back into the sex game because we're so used to being fucked up when we, when we have sex that it's like, Oh my God, now I'm sober. I'm stripped down and everything is real, you know? And so I can speak for a lot of alcoholics out there that it's, it's hard to get back into, you know, a sexual relationship and feel comfortable. Um, I know that that was an issue with me, like sober sex, now I can't even imagine having sex fucked up. And Dominic, you show us your shirt. Tell us about what you told me about your uh, sex life, and then tell us just everything about you. I'm shutting up. I'm 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 handed over to you. You got you got to teach me some stuff, girl. Amazing. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Hi everyone. <laughs> Dominic Davida. I'm a registered nurse, tantra coach, and sex expert. And I have this shirt says "Sexual Intellectual." Funny wow. thing about this shirt is decades ago, because I'm also in my fifties gen and, um, decades ago when I was 26 to 30, I worked for a plastic surgeon and I would help him do surgery, suture and everything. And in surgery, I would actually give sex tips to everyone. So one time my surgeon was joking with me and he was like, um, he was like, you know what you are, you're a sexual intellectual. And I was like, Oh really? He was like, yeah, you know what that is? I was like, no, he was like, it's a fucking know-it-all. And you just said fucking know-it-all. So I was like, this all ties together so perfectly. But yes, um, I was just sharing with um, Jen, I'm so glad to have this conversation because I actually have only ever had sober sex. I've never had sex under the influence of alcohol. And the reason, my reason that I didn't is just because my mother was an alcoholic and it has been in my family history for generation after generation passed down. And she swore she wasn't going to be like her mom and have this challenge. And then when she was on 38, she started drinking and that was it for her, you know, that is what ended up doing her in. She never could overcome that. So I really mm. want to applaud you and everyone else listening that's overcome this challenge because I've seen firsthand how hard this is and on so many levels. And so I just never had sex um, under the influence of alcohol. When I was in high school and I was a virgin, I got drunk before, um, <laughs> of course. But I just never wait. Had sex you were a virgin it. in high school. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> Barely. I mean, I was a virgin in high school, but I graduated pregnant. So you know, uh, that's a whole other story within itself. But with someone yeah. I had dated since I was 15. Wow. Anyway, so 
Um, yeah, I never had sex on the influence and I just didn't need liquid courage. And I have like, if I go out dancing, I'll be the first one on the dance floor on the speaker. I actually on a dare with a friend, I was at a strip club and I stripped sober. She was like, you should just have some drinks. It took me a few hours to get my courage up. And yeah. I was like, I'm just going to do it. You know, cause if I needed, if I, if I can't do it sober, then I shouldn't do it. That was just how I felt. And, um, I even danced on stage once with LL Cool J. I did all these things. Really? Completely <laughs> sober. Naked? And, oh, were you naked when you did it all? No, not naked there. Cause oh, okay. there you were fully clothed. Yeah. Okay. I was clothed. I was clothed that time. Um, but yeah, so I've just have been this person that I just haven't needed that. And I've actually been thinking like, maybe I would like to try tipsy just to see what the difference is. Cause I have amazing sex sober. So if anyone mm. wants to know how to have epic sober sex, I can help you out with that. Cause my sex is already so much better than most of my friends. And I was having these, um, amazing yeah. experiences sober. So I'm excited to talk more about this. Yeah. So yeah, my, my problem is I have the, the two year rule that when I'm with a partner after two years, I'm tired of you. I don't care if you're frigging who you are. Like uh, everybody knows the love of my life is Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters. I guarantee you, if I was having sex with Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters for after two years, I'd be sick of him. I'd get sick of Bradley Cooper. I just, it doesn't matter who you are after two years, I'm bored. So uh, we need to kick it up and do some things to keep it hot. So when I heard about this, um, I was like, you know, this is something that I really want to explore because I'm really into meditation. I'm really into yoga and Tantra sex, uh, to my understanding, is a form of yoga. Yeah, Tantra is the yoga of sex and love. Okay, so tell me, where do I learn it? How do I do it? What? Yes. what let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And I also want to share something with you on the two-year mark, what you're experiencing. There's a, I can't think of the name of it right now, but there's a specific hormone or a neurotransmitter or something that is released when we're in a new relationship. And it makes us really bond to the person Oxy that we're with. Oxy it's not, it's not oxytocin. That is a bonding hormone, but there's this other thing. I don't know if it's IPA. I just cannot think of it. I was talking to a neurologist the other day about this mm -hmm. and, and clubhouse and he was sharing about it. And he was saying that, and then I read on it and it was like, the reason we do that is we bond. So in case we had children, that we would stay in committed in that relationship to help children when they're younger, but at about two to three years, that hormone starts to taper off. Diminish. Mm. Yes. And then you can have where you're not as attracted to your partner because at first nature for the, you know, for the species to continue needs us to stay paired together for a while. So it's like this pairing. Wow. Um, that's interesting. Chemical. They need yeah. to come up with a pill that, you know, once you're in a two-year relationship and you're done, take this pill and, and that hormone will be released or whatever it is. So yeah. you're not repulsed by your uh, partner. <laughs> At two years. And then when you have the seven-year itch, you know, you just have to like have your dose. But if you have, <laughs> if you have Tantra, you're actually able to enhance the sex. I actually have a, a client of mine that whenever we first started working together, he was having challenges with erections and he was taking Viagra and Viagra wasn't helping him. And he was in his sixties and he had high blood pressure, diabetes, some things like that. And then when I worked with him, his wife was too shy. She was supportive of him working with me. She was a little too shy to work with me and talk to me about these things, but she was really supportive. So in our sessions, he would be like, I want to thank you. And my wife says to thank you because their sex life started getting better. And then one thing I teach my male clients how to do 
is really peak performance is how to separate their orgasm from their ejaculation so they can be multi-orgasmic and have stamina for hours. And then they okay. also- Let, yes. Let's go back. Let's go back. Yes. Um, so I, I want to say real quick, he, this man is now having better sex with his wife at, in 60 than when they were 30. And that's that amazing. is like literally goals. You know, we think that it has to change, but once you start having Tantra, you start having sex with someone on a soul level and that you have soul gasms. It's so intense. It's just taking your sex life to all new heights and levels and experiencing things you never imagined possible. Yeah. I, you know, I, I want a soul gasm. I've had enough orgasms. I could, I've had enough. I, I want a soul gasm. Yes. How many life changing? How, how, how do I have a soul gasm? How? Oh, I know. I know. It, it's a, it is a process, but one of the things you want to think about is so often in our society, we, we never have these conversations. We're not educated properly about sex. So then we look at porn on how to have sex and that kind of dumbs us down. It limits us and doesn't share with us what's fully possible. And then whenever, um, you know, so, so it's so limiting. Right. And so then we want to have like these deep connections, but we only know how to experience sex relationships on this surface level, skin to skin level, um, with someone. And so how often are we having sex and we're not comfortable having intimacy? We're not comfortable, um, looking at someone in our lover in the eyes when we're having sex, that that can be really edgy for so many people. Mm-hmm. And so we have all the walls up, we have the masks on, we're not fully allowing our lover to see us and we're not fully seeing our lover, right? So whenever we're able to connect with a lover on a soul level and have sex with even the energy centers or in Tantra, it's called the chakras, the energy centers in your body. Yeah, um, whenever you're doing that and you're connecting with your chakras, you're connecting with eye gazing and with intimacy and you're able to fully hold space for your partner and drop in and connect that is a game changer and that's when you can have soul gasms because you feel like that those orgasms will rock you to the core of your air, very essence and for me it was just life-changing i had like a kundalini awakening through a tantra experience so the the kundalini energy at the base at the uh, root chakra it's like a serpentine like a snake energy and it mm-hmm. goes all the way up and my third eye and my crown chakra open and i had no one i just was like oh tantra sex great when I thought about it initially, like, oh, Sting having sex for hours, that sounds awesome. But when you're with someone that you're with someone soul to soul and you're not, it's just not your egos meeting up in the bed or being mm-hmm. performative or caught up in positions and you're really connected. Yeah. It is like sexual healing that Marvin Gaye sings about. It's <laughs> awesome. Okay. A couple questions. Let's face it. I mean, a lot of times I'm going to speak for myself. It's, it's a lot of, it's about ego and performance. Do you know what I mean? Like, am I, am I doing that? You know, I, I want, I, I want to be the best, you know, I want to be hot. I want to be the best. And I'm so worried about performance that I lose all the sense myself because I'm putting on a show, so to speak. And that usually is when I'm in the beginning of a relationship. At this point now, it's just like, I lay back, like, yeah, do what you got to do, do your thing and that, you know, so looking, so if I, if I want to practice this, number one thing is look into the partner's eyes. Um, Some of our listeners might not know. I mean, I'm, I'm very in tune with chakras and everything, but how do you connect the chakras and how would you explain how to do that to a novice, someone that doesn't know anything about that? Great questions. Great questions. So your energy centers are in your body are your chakras. And we have in our main body, we have seven 
chakra energy centers. And now they've actually, and this has been mapped out from thousands of years ago, ancient wisdom that we had these energy centers, but now in modern technology, they actually injected some isotopes and um, they're like these little spinning wheels. They're called vortexes. Um, and so what you, what happened is they injected the isotope and actually on the scan, they could see energy. They, the, these areas on the body were actually lighting up. But it's not like an organ or something that you could tangibly touch, right? It's almost like, you know, whenever you have your soul and your soul is here in your body, but it's not like you can like see your soul on a scan or see it, but you have a soul. And these are like your energy centers are really connected in with you. And each energy center helps with that certain area of your body, like your throat chakra. If your throat chakra is blocked, you'll have challenges saying your yes or your no and having healthy boundaries or be speaking your needs, sharing what your desires are. What are you wanting to experience with the lover? Being able to say these things is your throat chakra. If your heart chakra is blocked, you'll have, you'll have more walls and armor up because you don't want to be hurt. And so often from mother, father wound, uh, past lovers, we have traumas stored in our body and we don't want to hurt again. So we start to put our defenses up and our walls up, but these walls are actually instead of keeping the pain out, they're actually almost blocking a lot of the good things coming in. And then mm -hmm. we have uh, energy centers in our sex organs and our, our roots chakra, our sacral chakras, our sexual energy center. And so in the, what the area it is, it does, it does impact the organ systems around there. So whenever you're able to do practices with white tantra, it's practices with breath work and meditation that helps you to get your chakras functioning more properly with these breathing practices and the energy instead of the energy saying stagnant and stuck in your body even dancing helps move your energy around mm -hmm. and you notice too whenever you dance you can feel more aroused or turned on because like you're getting all your energies moving right and so and in the meditation is so important because our brain is the largest sex organ and so orgasm actually happens in the brain, but because of our monkey mind or us being distracted or feeling performative, I really love that you share that. And especially so many females feel, especially because of porn and how porn mm -hmm. is so performance-based, they're thinking, oh, that's what I need to do, yes. right? And so what's happening is whenever you're able to be in a meditative and have a meditative mind and not let the monkey mind distract you from like the laundry list of things that you forgot to do or the dirty laundry in the corner or whatever the fuck is like distracting you. Or um, I'm embarrassed or I, I have a, a, a zit on my vagina. I mean, you know, anything, it, it right. could go, you know what I mean? Anything. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so what's so powerful with Tantra too, is it's these tools and it's the sequence of things that you need to do and start working on. It's not like you're going to go to the gym or I'm going to say one thing to you. And then it's like, Oh, now I have a six pack of abs. Like it's, you have to do the inner work. It's like your inner fitness, your energetic body. Mm. You have to do these things. And it's really, it's a practice like it yoga. It's a definitely practice. A practice. And that's why it is like the yoga of sex. Right. And so you're actually able, then you you're, get really sensitive within your energies. And you actually, for me, when I was with a lover, I had been with for, for quite a while. And I was studying more with Tantra, getting my certification to be a Tantra coach. And he was doing a lot of like fasting and he became vegan and your energy. Cause when you eat heavy, dense foods that are always digesting, you're always constantly digesting meat all of the time. Eating meat sometimes is okay, fine. That's a personal decision, but just know it takes a long time for meat to digest in your stomach. And so then all your blood flow is going being pulled away from your sex organs into your gut to digest your food. So even male, my male clients that will have, eat less, uh, more plant-based, they have like 
um, their penis size is bigger. They're like, because they, they're getting more blood flow. Did you hear that, the, babe? You got to go back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so, again, you know, that was really powerful. But then he was doing his meditation, his practices. And then all of a sudden we were together. He would had ejaculation control and we would have sex for hours. And mm. then all of a sudden when we would do missionary position, which I always a joke that that was like the lamest position. Yeah. Um, whenever we would do that, all of a sudden he would orgasm really quick and ejaculate. And what he just jumped off the bed one time and he was shaking his head. He was like, like, what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? Because then for years, like he, that never was a challenge. And I thought about it. I was like, oh, it's because our chakras were lined up in missionary position and our energy oh centers God. are matching. And now that our, we've got our energy flowing, because you're, when you eat dense food, heavy food, you know, foods that really weigh you down, yeah. your energy doesn't flow as freely, right? So that's why I was talking about the meat. So he had been eating less and hit that energy was flowing. I was doing my breathwork practices. And then that ended up being like one of the most exciting positions for us. I was like, how is this like all of a sudden the best fucking position? I was yeah. poof, mind blown. And we were like, okay, we need to save this position for last. Like we can switch <laughs> into other positions. And then when we're ready, uh, we're ready to, or if you're, you know, then we'll do the missionary. So it's really changed everything up so much. So, so let me tell you what my challenge is um, with my partner um, he is so not into chakras, meditation, breath work. I mean, the furthest thing from it. So if I were to say, let's align chakras, babe. I mean, he doesn't know how. He just doesn't. I mean, I'm sitting there with my singing bowls. I'm meditating. I got everything. I'm like, ohm, ohm. And doing like a beautiful ceremony or some sort of prayer. And he's on the bed and I'm just doing it, like blessing something. I was like, wasn't that beautiful? I'll be like, what? he'll take his ear pot. I like, you know, he's just so disconnected. So what do you say to someone who is, you know, uh, awoke and their partner is not, what do we do? <laughs> I love how you said that. Take notes, producer. Now, so what, <laughs> I love this. So the way we, you know, in relationship, the way we show up also can have a ripple effect and an impact on our lover, right? So a lot of times when I have someone that wants to work with me and they're a couple, and if their partner is reluctant or not interested, just them doing the work with me can shift things up and change things and start making the sex better. Again, that's why for me personally, though, Tantra kind of fucked up my sex life for a little bit because I started having the awareness of energy. And so then I wasn't wanting to really be with lovers unless they were un sensitive to energy and that they have that awareness and understanding. And then I also be like my new rule of thumb was because I realized I can't put a body condom on someone and protect myself from their bad vibes. And I'm not saying mm. this person you're with has bad vibes, but I just can't protect myself if they're not doing their work, if they're self-loathing, they don't have good self-love, if they're just a negative person. Like I don't need that in my most intimate spaces is something that I've learned. And so I'm just like, I'm not going to be with anyone unless I would like to be like that person. So I like to be with people that inspire me and, or have my partners be where they understand energy. And they're kind of like, I want them to be woke. Like I need them to have a decalcified pineal gland. <laughs> I need yeah. Them, you yeah. know, that's just, a, that's my personal preference. But if you invite them to try some things and even just doing a breath work or just even to start meditating, not only will it help improve the sex but meditation will improve their daily life and help them to connect because what's happening so much is we live in the logical mind and a lot of males are more in their logical mind and we yeah. are disconnected from the body and tantra gives you tools so that you can drop from the logical mind and 
tap into all of your five senses and start experiencing sex and pleasure within your body and with in, in, with an invitation of inviting all your five senses to engage and really being able to experience sex in a whole different way in a deeper way. So give me a Tantra 101. Like, what would I do? I'd be like, okay, baby, come here. Let's look into each other's eyes and maybe hold and held hands. And do you meditate first together or do you meditate before? I, I like, I mean- yes. You can do your meditation practices on your own, but you can sit and there's a position called yabyum where like the male is sitting um, cross, their legs crossed, and then the female just kind of straddles and puts their legs around them. And then what happens is your, your chakras are aligned, you're like heart to heart, um, and you can eye gaze as well. And first you can just embrace each other and give each other a hug and wrap your arms around each other and then just start to have nice deep breaths because breaths are like love notes to your body, right? And that gets the sexual energy going. So you just want to take nice deep breaths and match their breathing. Just have him like you could do deep breathing and have him follow your breath. And then take a moment and do eye gazing where you look into each other's left eye because that's the receptive eye. And you mm. just gaze into the left eye. And if you may blink sometimes, that's okay. And just, you know, look at each other and continue with the breathing and then just see what you can feel in that moment. Can I, and that starts can I just to I help you drop in. I already just, I got a feeling like when you were explaining all that, I was picturing it. I was looking into your left eye. So I don't know, maybe like I'm hot for you too, but no, <laughs> Hey, whatever. Let's but, go Jen. Yeah, man. Yeah. When, when you were explaining that, I mean, it was really beautiful. And here's what came to mind. Like I really did feel something I did. I was picturing uh, my partner and I was picturing, and then it was like, but no, I don't want to do that. Cause I'm blocked. Do you know what I mean? Like that's Where are you blocked I, though. Where are you blocked when you say that? I guess I don't want to let anybody in. Yes. If I do the, that, I'm letting you chakra. in. I'm taking down all my uh, I yeah. know that's uncomfortable. And that can also be another thing where we have these intimacy blocks. And that's why it's so much easier to have sex with alcohol because we don't have to face our intimacy blocks or our fears. And so that's why we've cut, we keep all these walls and we can just be so disconnected in sex. So then even at the two year mark, it might be like, all right, we need to do something deeper to take it to a deeper level. And it's time to drop the armor drop the mask, drop the walls and fully allow yourself to be seen by your lover and fully embrace seeing them and accepting them for who they are and being able to drop in and have this deep presence is really beautiful and powerful. But if you're not ready for that, then you can be like, okay, next I'm, I'm done. You know, I'm ready to go on. I'm not interested in this anymore. And that can actually be your fear coming up and your fear of working through that intimacy block. And so many people have a block in their heart chakra. So many of us. And that's one thing that I guide my clients on is how to what practices, how to open up the heart chakra. And in my intro to Tantra course, it's going into opening up the heart chakra and all these different practices that you can do, because that is the way that you're actually going to start to feel more pleasure as a woman. We become more orgasmic when our heart chakra is open because there's a connection between our heart space actually even in our throat space if you look at a cross section of the throat it looks very much like the pelvic floor so there's a connection between the throat and our pelvic floor and the vagina there's a connection between the heart and our vagina so whenever our heart space is more open the, the in sanskrit and for from india and tantra the vagina is called the and the vulva is called the yoni it's a sacred space. And yummy, it's yummy. It's yummy. That's easy to yeah, remember. Yeah. My vagina is yummy. Yeah. It's, it's yummy. Okay. Oh, it's yummy. It's Y-O-N-I. 
And then whenever our heart opens up more and we drop those fears, then our yoni opens up more and then the orgasms flow. And that's where you can even have the deeper orgasms, the G-spot orgasms. Things get so much juicier whenever we're able to be in that open space. And to be with a lover that is really, you know, a lot of times we're, especially as females, we're very intuitive. So sometimes, I don't even have had this experience before, but sometimes it would feel, sometimes when I have sex, like, a past lover of mine would be just like masturbating inside of my body. Like they're not connected to me. They're in their own fantasy land, whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like the, I'm just like the living sex doll, right? Whatever. And so many times we can approach sex that way from that space. And whenever you can be with a lover and they're actually able to fully hold space for you and give you attention and worship and honor you as the goddess and be fully dropped in and allow your, you to see them and them to see you, wow that that is hot as fuck when you yeah, experience man. that it's yeah. all new levels but it does take us it takes the work to get past the fears i had my heart chakra was blocked i had to work on those things and and as I, the more i put into this work like the the better my sex life gets and the purpose of tantra is really tantra in sanskrit means like a weaving or a looming and also also it also means like to expand your consciousness or expansion and thousands of years ago these practices were used by the monks and stuff too and people that were trying to have enlightenment so they were using these tools and opening up their with using their sexual energy and their life force energy to open up their energy centers and have you know their crown chakra open and be more in these enlightened states and females were not even allowed to do these practices back in that time period (laughs) and this was you know and this was just, and even they did not, the, and the, these practices also are similar to Taoist practices in China and the emperors would use the, these practices as well. And they would not let the common people know these things. And it was just used where the people that were in power, because this is very empowering practice. Yeah, It's called um, sexual transmutation. If anyone here has read the book by Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, chapter 11 is called the mystery of sexual transmutation. And these techniques were used by Nikola Tesla, Steve Jobs, Thomas Edison to tap into the creative genius. And it's even documented that Nikola Tesla did spend some time in India. So I believe that he had learned these practices, right? And so when he was there, and so this is available to all of us in that book, it doesn't tell you how to do that, but that's what I guide my clients on, how to focus your sexual energy towards what you want to create in your life. What's the name of the book again? It's, we didn't get it. it's okay. It's by Napoleon Hill. It's called think and grow rich. And it's the best seller. It's one of the top five books ever for like business and um, success. And uh-huh. it was published in the 1930s. And this person interviewed all the most successful people in that time period and Andrew Carnegie um, Ford, like all these people that were doing amazing things, Abraham Lincoln, and yeah. he interviewed over hundred people and what was making the most successful. And this book is kind of like a blueprint, a guide to being successful. And chapter 11 was because a lot of people That's the one, yeah, had to focus 11. their sexual energy. And so a lot of people, we don't, we're not aware that our, we don't have to just create a life with our sexual energy. We were created from it, right? So if we mm. were to channel this energy into creating the life we want, we can. So we don't have to create like a human with it. We can create, it brought us into existence and we can tap into the existence we're wanting to experience by tapping into that power. We're so disconnected from our sexual energy centers because there's shame around sex or shame about these things. And we disconnect or we're afraid of the power of it. And we're disconnecting from our power source. Wow. This is, I mean, you're the, Dominic, you are the real deal. This is the real deal, this stuff. Yeah. And um, 
the emotion. What was it that you call you call There was a scenario that I have when I was talking about how I block. What did you say it was? Your heart chakra is blocked. No, yeah, my yeah, yeah. okay, but, but there was a word that blocks. you said. Well, intimacy I, block. block. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've had intimacy blocks my entire life, and I think it is due to trauma. Um, that makes so, sense. Yeah, it's yeah, so, trauma it's or more like common than you realize. When I was 16, the guy I was in love with, um, I saw, I found him in bed with another girl and then, you know, he gave me crabs and then I slept with him in my parents' room and then we gave crab to my parents. So anyway, isn't that an awesome story? I love that story. Oh my gosh, <laughs> your parents, oh my so, God. So yeah, so um, opening up, let's just talk about opening up the heart chakra um, real quick. Yes. How do you do that? I okay. know how I do it, but I want to, I, I know a lot of people that are listening. They're like, well, where do I start? Like some, some of my listeners don't even meditate. They don't even know how to like, they're, they're probably like, what do I do to meditate? Okay. So first thing first meditation, if you're wanting to learn to meditate, I was so challenged with that. I was like, oh my gosh, I just cannot do this. I was getting pissed off. I was like, I, how am I not supposed to have thoughts in my head? Like my, I have a very creative brain. And I was like, how am I going to do this? And I was just like, I just can't do it. And then I, confided in one of my friends that I was doing my tantra training with I was just like I'm so frustrated and she was like use headspace app that was a lifesaver so headspace h-e-a-d like head uh, headspace, <laughs> uh, it, um, if you if you sign up for that you can get the first 10 for free and you can just repeat those and it actually has little lessons to help you to understand how to meditate and and it's very cleverly done it's very popular I would definitely check that out and try that to start meditating and then with the heart chakra what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to do things like I have my clients do I guide them through this pink heart tantra meditation whenever I work with my clients and in my programs but another thing you're going to want to do is even just putting your hand on your heart let's just mm -hmm. try this real quick for a moment. okay okay just put your hands on your heart just drop into your body and just close your eyes for a moment and just take a nice, long, slow, deep inhale through your nose, letting your belly expand with air like a balloon and nice, long, slow exhale through your mouth. Again, don't do this if you're driving, of course. Nice, long, slow inhale through your nose. Long, slow, deep inhale through your mouth. Just pause here for a moment and just feel into your heart space. And just touch helps us connect with our bodies and even touching around the heart space releases oxytocin, the love and bonding hormone, helping you feel safe. You can even massage that area. You just keep your hands here. And then when you breathe in again, let your shoulders go back a little bit and imagine that you have like a sliding glass door. And when you breathe in really deep, you're just slowly opening up that heart space. And exhale, letting go of fear, letting go of old energy that doesn't serve you. And then breathe in, inhale, I'm able to receive love. Exhale, I'm able to give love back freely. Deep inhale, I'm worthy of receiving love. Exhale, I'm worthy of giving love back in return. And then just slowly blink your eyes open and return to the space around you. You're ready. 
Yeah, it's just a mini, good. like a little mini sample. Of, yeah, that's what we, that's, that, that's my jam. That's what I like. It's for yeah. a beginner. And I feel calmer. I feel a little bit more open. And I, I know the color for the heart chakra is green. So I was picturing yes. green. Okay. Amazing. So yes, picturing yeah. the green is really important. And in Tantra, there's different aspects of Tantra. Like I, I said, white Tantra goes into breath work, meditation practices, yantras, mantras, things like that. Pink Tantra focuses on your heart chakra and self-love. And self-love is very powerful for opening up your heart chakra. And then red Tantra focuses on with your sexual energy and pleasure, sacred sexuality. And red Tantra is about like self-pleasure rituals with Tantra, which are way different than your regular masturbating um, sessions would be the very healing, very um, opening and expansive. And then, um, and then red Tantra also is techniques and practices you use with a lover. And then there's another neo- new age form of Tantra that's called black Tantra. And that infuses elements of BDSM and kink with the energetics of Tantra. So of what you lost me there with the black Tantra. Yeah. It's energies of what, what was it? So just like the energy, the inner, like your energy centers that you have yeah. with Tantra yeah. and you're mixing it also with uh, kink and BDSM because a lot of with kink and BDSM is actually tapping oh, into the energy of things. So that's a new, a newer age version of Tantra, but they bring all of those things together and that can be really uh, life changing. BDSM, that's like, is that like S&M stuff? Yes, but there's a lot of things with BDSM and kink that are not just about, you know, beating someone up or flogging them. Right. It can be a lot with just sensation play, bringing more touch into the body. They use different things to, you know, like scratching or different surfaces. Can they whip a little too? Cause I like that. That's how oh, you can if you like it for sure. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> so it's like getting that sexual energy turned on. What are you needing? And then tapping into that energy and enhancing it. And then another great thing to do is to breathe very deeply, especially for females. You'll have better orgasms the deeper you can breathe during sex. If you notice a lot of times right before we're going to have an orgasm, subconsciously we tense our bodies up and then we hold our breath a little bit just pay attention when you're having sex so sometimes in the past i would be like wow i'm right on the verge of having an epic orgasm and then all of a sudden it's like where did the heck where did it go like it's uh -huh. gone it yeah. was i was right on the verge of this you talk yourself intense. out of it kind of well what's happening usually that we're not aware of is that we tense our bodies up and we need to be relaxed to be in that receptive state to receive the orgasm as a feminine so you want to be able to relax. And then the other thing is we hold our breath and it's almost like a candle and the flame of a candle. If you take the oxygen away, it just snuffs out that flame. It's the same with that orgasmic turn on energy. So breathing deeply down into like, imagine just breathing in deep all the way down into your pussy. You know what I mean? Just breathing so deep and just rem remembering that. And even as for males, whenever you sense that your lover is on the verge of having an orgasm, just whisper very sexy in her ear and say, breathe deep, just breathe it all in, take deep breaths. And you just want to imagine that if you don't really understand like chakras and all that, just imagine that you just have a straw coming from your pussy or your penis, whatever, all the way to the top of your head. And you're just are wanting to breathe that turn on energy all the way up to the top of your head. And then we exhale, allow it to kind of wash back down over you kind of like a waterfall. You gotta be a, you gotta be a mad woman in bed. You're probably so good in bed. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Guys are probably lining up. They're like, I want to have sex with her. It is I, mean, amazing. I was actually so amazing in bed before Tantra. I'm, I'm a Scorpio with a sex sign of the Zodiac. I was born on Halloween and I have amazing sex. And 
And um, my friends were like, you should write a book. I was already on Playboy Radio giving sex advice. And I was having better sex than like 90% of the people that I know knew at the time. And then some of my friends were like, oh, that sex tip you told me saved my marriage. And so I've always been fascinated with sex ever since I was younger. I was always like reading my mom's cosmopolitan magazines, watching Dr. Mm -hmm. Ruth, you know, all the things. And so it's when I had this first experience with Tantra, I was like, wow, I did not even know what I was missing. I did not even know I could even possibly do this, that this was even a potential for me. And we often are not living up to our full orgasmic potential. And it, I was like, you know, before it was merely like I was scratching the surface of what was possible for me, like the tip of the iceberg and down mm-hmm. deep within, there's so much more that we could explore, have sex exploration. There's so much self-discovery that we could have. And you can have these mind-blowing experiences with pleasure. And even for my male clients, I teach them how to have full body orgasms. And my male clients are like, I can now feel my orgasm from the top of my head down to my big toe. So it's really profound experiences just with using this ancient wisdom. But then I, I put a twist on it to make it, you know, effective for your modern life. So what's your twist? I just, I just try to create practices and tools with the ancient wisdom and then share with my clients in a way to put into their modern life, modern life. Yeah. Yeah. And to use it on a day-to-day basis, because, you know, it's just, you do need to continue to do the practices, to keep that, your energy flowing. Um, and you know, meditation, what is the saying? It's like, if your schedule is too busy that you don't have time to meditate for 15 minutes in a day, then you should most likely be meditating for an hour a day. But you know, <laughs> I, I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause as a nurse, when I would, I worked for as a nurse for decades and I could tell the shifts cause sometimes I'm in life and death situations with my patients. Right. And it's can be a very stressful environment. So I would notice that the stressors are with work and being in an environment where people are having pain and suffering and it's super stressful and they're facing their biggest fears that if I would approach that work and come in and I would have already meditated, that would really shift my day. And even I would go when I would have my lunch break at work, then after I would eat, I would go and sit and meditate again for another few minutes because it would really help things just kind of flow off me and not mean start to be able to respond to life instead of react to life. And I think a lot of times too, when we drink alcohol, we have those things. I know from watching my mother, I really did not. And growing up with an alcoholic, one boundaries were never taught to me. So I didn't understand there's no boundaries. Mm. Um, And the other thing is I did not know. I was like, okay, great. I stopped the cycle of drinking. I want to share this here for my daughters. My daughters never had to grow up with me being an alcoholic, but then when they were adults, I reflected back and I was like, but you know what, when there was conflict, sometimes I would overreact and scream and yell the way my mother would scream and yell. So Mm. they still did experience that because I did not know how to respond to life. I was very reactive because I had just been in this way where my mom was always like stressed and kind of being very argumentative. She was not, she was I mean drunk. Right. And so I would have this chaos in my home and I did not know how to have that inner peace and Tantra has really helped me. Now I respond to life instead of reacting to life and meditation helps with that. I love that responding to life instead of reacting. And I mean, it's a game changer. Yeah. And monkey see monkey do generation. We do generational. We pass on our, our trauma and you know, right. We have to be the ones to to break the cycle. And it's great that you found now 
Let's say we have someone that, and and you mentioned it, you touched upon it. I don't remember which color it was, but um, I don't, I don't have a lover, but I still want to practice this and enjoy this. Yes. And so that's really amazing. That's what the red tantra practices. And I actually have a group program and it's also one-to-one it's called the orgasmic manifestation method because for females, Males and females um, with their sexual energy and manifestation works differently, but for females, we're really our orgasmic energy. You know, we don't, we don't get depleted. Like whenever we have an orgasm, we're still energized. Males will quickly fall asleep. That's Mm -hmm. why for males to be more powerful with their manifestation, they need to not be ejaculating so frequently Um, Mm -hmm. because that's draining their life force energy if they're ejaculating a lot and impacts their longevity. Now, that's why in Taoist beliefs, they believe that that's why on average lifespan for males is shorter than females because of this. Because so, they're coming too much. <laughs> yes, they're coming too much and that makes them go faster. But um, so when with, with females, what I do is I have a program. It's really designed so uh, females will stop tolerating fuck boys or fuck girls. And it goes into a lot. We go, I go into a lot with the pink tantra, self-love, opening up and then using self-pleasure rituals with Tantra and having prolonged times of pleasure for yourself. Cause so mm. often we feel like that pleasure is for someone else or for our lover, especially if we have that performative mindset, right? right? So think about whenever we masturbate, like I know how to get from point A to point B fast. And I might think, oh, I'm just going to masturbate really quick and get onto what I'm doing. But if a lover was to take that little time with me, I would be pissed. I would resent that. I'd be like, what are you doing? But so often we do that for ourselves. So how can you experience prolonged ecstatic pleasure in your body, become your own best lover, have this self-discovery. And when you're your own best lover, you're a better lover. You also are able to communicate what you like better, you know, more effectively. And also we work on the chakras and that helps you work with your throat chakra. So you can express things with a, a lover in the future, but by first becoming your own best lover, you attract better lovers. So with these practices and rituals that I do, I've attracted celebrity clients. I've attracted divine partners, amazing job opportunities, so many things. Cause I tap into that power. I like turbocharge my law of attraction abilities with my sexual energy. Cause that is my creative force energy. So that's where creation starts. So I'm going to mm-hmm. creating something different in my life. I'm going to use that as rocket fuel, right? To to turbocharge my intentions with my law of attraction. So, so good sex is going to do it all for it. once I once I get this down, I'm going to have the right lover, the right job. And <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, but it is all, all manifestation. It is. Yeah. We're manifesting all the time, whether we are aware of it or not. So what are you calling in? You know, if we're always speaking negatively and we're like, oh, this always happens and I'm never going to, it's like you're affirming that to yourself and your subconscious mind is listening to you. And so that's why it's really important. And with self-love, I go over a lot about negative self-talk and things like that. Because if you think about negative self-talk, our bodies are made of over of 70% water. Now mm-hmm. there's a doctor, Dr. Emoto, he did a study on water where you play different sounds and frequencies to water. And then you would see like if positive sayings were said to the water or positive words were written on the jar that the water was in, you would put a freeze it, put it on a microscope, it'd be these beautiful crystals. If negative things were said to the water, it would be all murky and cloudy. Oh my so gosh. We're literally awesome. the way we're talking to ourselves, our body is listening and our body. And that's why, you know, we may think it's silly. And I grew up in the Bible belt. So like, why would I pray before my food? But now I understand, like if I'm praying over my food, what I'm just doing is saying, 
putting my intentions for this to support my body and to kind of bless the food and put like good vibes and good energy over yeah. the food that I'm taking in. And yeah. the same with my water, right? Yeah. So my, my son kills me because I'll cook for him and then I'll be like, and and because uh, I do Reiki and I'll, I'll Reiki yes. his food. He'll be like, mom, I don't want your Reiki food. I don't want, I'm like, oh, but I love you. And this is love energy, you know? So I, I, I'm a firm believer of that too with the, uh, with How the food. How old is your son? he's going to be 17 yeah, and it's really to- sad. Yeah. Cause he was really woke as a young kid. Like I've tell this story one time he was having a temper tantrum and he's like, I don't care because whatever I don't get in this life, I'll get in the next life. You know oh what? I, yeah. Like he was Whoa. eight. I was like, where did that come from? But now wow. he's too cool for all that stuff and he doesn't want his food raking. So, um, all right. So you, you take on clients, how online and person, um, somebody wants to, Yes. Great question. I work with my clients through zoom with everything that's been happening and travel being impacted. I work with my clients globally through zoom for the past few years and they have amazing results. And what I'm really going to teach in those sessions is like sex exercises and other practices that they'll do on their own in their home place. So we're fully clothed during these sessions. I was going to ask you that. (laughs) Yeah. And so, um, then you go and do the practices. And then on the next session, we see what breakthroughs that you had, if you had any blocks or resistance, and then keep leveling up from there and working through anything, any challenges, intimacy blocks that are coming up for you. So um, I do coach clients online and yeah, my website, yes, tantra.com, or we could put a link here. Um, You can reach me and request a free 30 minute discovery call so we can explore working together and decide which of my programs would work best for you. And also if you just want to, I have an amazing course and it's an intro to Tantra tools for transformation. It's a six week course with modules going over white, pink, red Tantra practices, chakras, all of that. And you can get that. And it's um, videos of me teaching and some recordings of calls and PDF documents and all kinds of goodies in there to help you to understand this. So I really poured, poured my heart into this because I was like, all right, I want more people to have these tools. And that way, if you're not quite sure you're really ready to invest in one-to-one coaching, but you want to start having these changes and it's at a lower price point than my one-to-one coaching that I give other people access to be able to start implementing this into their lives. So I love that. I want to do the course, you know, I, I still, you know, sex and all that it's, it's stigmatized. I I'm always talking about, you know, destigmatize addiction and mental health issues, destigmatize sex like sure. you know it's it's like when you said and when you feel your pussy you like i was like that's hot that's great we should be able to talk like that we should exactly you know? and and not be you know this is it's it's something that god gave us you know so yeah. um it's it's beautiful i think yes. it's awesome what you're doing yeah thank and, you so much and we yeah. literally were created from sexual energy like that's how we all got here so why are we so uptight about sex like if it wasn't for sex we wouldn't be here. Like we're, we're here because people were fucking. So right. if, if people stop fucking, we would cease to exist. Right. So, you know, I don't know why there's so much shame about that. Like we want to act like it doesn't happen, but it happens. We're living proof that it happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and done responsibly, you know, I'm not saying go out and fuck everything that walks or go behind the dumpster for, you know, whatever, but yeah. You know, it's, it's awesome to explore and, and not, you know, giggle and not be embarrassed about it. Just talk about it, you know, and this is how you can make it better. And this is how you can en- enhance your life and your relationships. 
you know, because I know that with my partner, if I did this practice, I know that we would be a much deeper level as far as a couple, you know, exactly. And that's why sometimes if I have someone that wants to work with me and if they're about to have a divorce or something, I'll talk to the female or I'll talk to both of them, make sure that the marriage has been healthy and it's really something they want to commit to. Cause I'm just like, you know, cause if let's say for example, there's been some kind of abusive or some negative things happening that's leading to the divorce and, but they're just desperate to hold on to something that might not be the best thing for them. Right. Mm. I want to have that conversation. Cause I'm like, you realize this is going to really bond you and connect you. So you have to be really sure that you want to do this with your lover because it is really powerful stuff. Like this is how you get like these soulmate connections. And so often we want to have a soulmate and we want to have that experience, but we don't know how how to have soulful sex. We only know how how to have superficial sex. And then we're like, why do I have all these fucking superficial relationships? Because you can only, you're only willing to be seen on a superficial level. You're not ready to go in deep. The more we, we can dive deep into ourselves and have this intimacy and this deep relationship and understanding of ourselves, then we can begin to have that with another, but it all first starts with us. Mm. Like, and we have so to do that inner work. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of knowledge, Dominique. Thank you thank so you. much for oh, taking the so time welcome. and talking to us about this. Um, yeah. I'm going to go into the bedroom and meditate, take off my clothes and I'm going to do the red, <laughs> the red. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just me, myself. Yeah, and breathe, and I, in deeply. Yeah, you breathe in deeply and take your time with it. Prolong the pleasure you know, take your time, take it slow and just see, you know, like how long can you ex- experience those prolonged states of pleasure? Cause pleasure is medicine and it can be so beautiful and restorative to your body and your organ systems and everything. So. That's awesome. And, and stop picturing a young Eddie Van Halen. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I had the biggest like, yeah, crush. Yeah, yeah. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Oh, I, I remember seeing them on concert when I was a teenager. Oh, I had you the saw- biggest crush on Van Eddie Van Halen. I just had a big crush on him. I actually dated a guy in high school because he kind of looked like Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 Eddie Van Halen's pictures were all over my walls, everything. And um, him and young Bon Jovi. Oh my goodness. Yeah, young, yeah. Yeah, you know, John Bon Jovi, all the other girls loved him. I was like, eh, you can take him or leave him. I, I, I like Joe Elliott of Def Leppard. I swear to God, like now that we're talking about it, I would watch, and I'm going to end it with this. My masturbation habits were, now that we're talking about it, the song photographed by Def Leppard, the video, it's about Marilyn Monroe, that song. Yeah, I love that. I remember Yeah, that. yeah. And I would, we, we didn't have YouTube, we didn't have anything like that, but I would sit in my bedroom and I would wait for that video to come on MTV so I can masturbate to it. Wow. Okay, on that note. On that, oh, there you, there you have material for <laughs> where you go right now. You can go, you can go turn on that video, take oh it back. Oh my God. Uh, I think I'm going to try something different. Um, This has been Sober Exposure. Dominique, thank you so much. And uh, everybody have, have a great sexy week, everyone. Need more? Of course you do. The show's all about needing more. Go to my website at soberexposure.show or get stuck on my Instagram at soberexposure underscore podcast.